Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Gifted After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. We're talking season one, episode one, upfront trailer, which has to be the best superhero kind of pilot I've seen since Heroes way back in the day. Really excited to do this season with you guys. We're going to introduce the panel in here in a second. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is how we started the Legion panel, too. X-Men. Oh, my God, guys. I am so excited to be here with my dream team, Rick Kong and Michael Young. And I'm happy to welcome to our dream team, Miss Steph Sabra from the South Park. Yeah, the, four for the, four, the fourth horseman. The fourth horseman. Yes. <laughs> horse woman, the fourth horsewoman. The fourth <laughs> horsewoman to our show. Uh, guys, I'm glad we could set this up. Uh, yes, I'm glad yeah. we, could, oh, we, yeah. could, we could get this Definitely. going. Of course, we are talking about uh, Gifted, uh, season one, episode one, upfront trailer. Uh, Bree, your mic is unmuted if you can mute yourself so I don't hear Anthony in the booth. But we are... <laughs> um, oh, man. We're excited. I, I, I watched the pilot today. Like, as soon as as soon as soon I saw this show was coming out, I was today. really excited. Yeah, I was really excited. I just literally have had no time. So I'm fresh off the, oh, okay. fresh oh, yeah. off the books seeing this pilot. Cool. And... Honestly, I'm I'm really happy with how it was. The special effects looked dope. Mm-hmm. The characters had yes. some really good character building. It didn't feel like they were trying to introduce way too many. We 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 didn't like get so much information about all the characters. It was just like little bits and pieces. I wish they actually gave us like the name of that hearing dude. Uh, you guys know <laughs> the name of him, but um. Uh, let's introduce the panel, guys. We're going to be covering this all season long and hopefully the upcoming seasons as well because it'll yes. probably, if it hasn't already been picked up for a second season, know, probably, right? yeah. like, probably get I'd up. say third episode pickup probably, mm-hmm. knowing yeah. Fox. Um, so I'm Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. I used to do the Strain After Show here with these guys. We also did Sleepy Hollow with <laughs> yes, we did. Michael. So excited to do another Fox show. Um Joining me to my left, we have... I'm Steph Sabra, and you can follow me at Steph Sabra. I'm really excited to be here. Like he said, I love this episode. I'm excited to see where it goes next. And I'm Rick Hong. You guys can find me on all social media, at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. And you can find me online at Wanyansa, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. Um, and in the chat, they're telling me that I had the episode title wrong, which is... <laughs> Correct. I think I copied it down wrong. Uh, it's not a trailer. It's uh, Exposed with the capital X. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. That's a little embarrassing for the very first episode of the show, but we'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. Because we can, we can roll with that. there's been many more embarrassing things to come. <laughs> so let's go ahead and break down some of the characters before we get into the storylines, just to kind of give uh, a little bit of... And, and actually, you know, before we do that... I want to just know, like, first thoughts, because this is the pilot. A lot of it's going to be just, like, kind of what happened and how they set up the show. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to see too much development 
aside from what they give us, because pilots are kind of like that. So, Steph, what did you think, what was your first impression after watching the pilot? I really like this pilot. Like you said, I haven't seen a pilot for a superhero type show that is that good, because I think they did really well with character development, with only the set amount of time per, for the episode, but also not bringing in too much, which I really liked. So you kind of got excited. I'm excited about the characters they have already brought in and seeing where that develops. Cool, Rick. Uh, you know, I do the Legion panel, and um, just got to brag, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But that was a really good pilot. But that's and that's also a sister network of Fox, you know, FX. Yeah. And uh, but that's also cable. And that was a good pilot. This is a really, really good pilot. I mean, I was sitting here thinking the whole time, I'm like, wow, this is much better than Young Sheldon. Oh. <laughs> Which got picked up for a full season. I'm like, I can't believe I got picked up for a full season. I was like, a second one? It, like right after it aired, they Not announced the show. it the next day. Continue with the pilot. I don't want to talk about Young <laughs> no, no, Sheldon. No, 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 I know, it's a joke, but like, oh, no. it's tough. But this one, but that's what I'm saying, it's like this one. I, w- I want to say that like right away that they should. It's of all the different new shows that have aired so far that I've watched. This was this was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, what got me was the opening where they were like really tracking her down, and I was like, okay, this is solid. They're serious about this. They really want to make something that's interesting. And I came away saying like, yes, they're marketing. I feel like they kind of gave the first episode away, mm-hmm. but I like what I got. Um, I wasn't mad at the the kids didn't annoy me the mom didn't annoy me none of that I was just like this is solid okay cool now where are we going so I'm I'm into it especially since I was like Lorna's there she's pregnant so I'm like I'm I'm, yes. I'm on board spoiler man oh sorry yeah. <laughs> hold on we saw this <laughs> I was like, so, I was so surprised when that happened I was like they already did that the first episode I didn't think they were gonna say what her health condition was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys guessed it immediately, right? As soon as he showed her the paper and her action, I was oh, like, oh, I she's didn't. pregnant. Yeah. Oh, my, so not, my notes was like, oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I was like, definitely. Um, I do want to say that I really, my hopes for the show are that they don't get lost in this rabbit hole of constantly depending on like five of, five of the six people getting away and one person being captured. Because oh. seeing that twice in one episode was the o- probably the only negative thing I can say about I the episode. That. Was yeah. that it was just like, oh, one, per- one person gets brought back. And then uh, it was kind of weird because they, they, they build up Lorna as this very intelligent person who built this underground network kind of thing. He, yeah. That was uh, one of the Marcos lines was that she built this, brought me in and everything. But then... She doesn't strike me as the leader type in terms of letting her emotions get the better of her and getting captured like that. It, it didn't. That didn't resonate with me. But aside from those two things, those are the only kind of like nitty gritty things that yeah kind of upset me. Um, but what I'm really excited about is that with everyone saw the Amazing Spider Man. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't like it. But <laughs> what? I thought it was amazing. Are you kidding? Hold on. Are we talking about? <laughs> no, are, we, are we talking about one or two? No, is it the sorry, first one. The, sorry, Spider-Man: Homecoming is what I meant. Oh, to say. Spider-Man yeah, Homecoming. Oh, Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're, right, we're good right. on that. No, no hey, dude, you were on the same wavelength, but you <laughs> yeah. had the right title. Yeah. <laughs> so, with with Fox still owning these properties, and you know, we've seen what they did in the past with X-Men One, Two, and Three, and where it was like really great. Okay, all right. What are and you? And then kind of come back a little bit. Then yeah. It's like, uh, and then there's past, but like with Logan. We, we're, we're seeing an age of Fox-owned properties getting the blessings from Marvel, yeah. which I think is just so beneficial to the IPs that with yes. this show, 
right off the bat showing Stan Lee walking out of the bar. <laughs> oh, I yeah. like that. And it was it wasn't it didn't overplay the moment. No, not I, at all. I liked it. But it was to me that was like the signal of like Marvel is cool with this. They're on board. Yeah. We're going to get cool stuff and nobody's going to be dealing with like the legality issues of trying to use any image or anything like that. True. Like arguing over who's a mutant, who's technically a Marvel superhero. Like that yeah. that to me was like this is a blessing. This is going to be a double property that will be at the same level of Spider-Man Homecoming in terms of teamwork and having yes. great characters. So I'm super excited for like what they can actually pull out and bring in. Plus, we get the name drops of the X-Men. We get the name yes. drops yes. of the Brotherhood. We get all of this, like all of these canon marks that show that okay, this is in that same universe. Those characters do exist. There is a possibility of seeing them, or at least hearing tell of them. Like, I really hope we get some Gambit drop on this, or at least that signs cool. that of cool. like. Like, oh, I feel like what Age of the Shield did really well is they laid breadcrumbs throughout with like, yeah. this is referencing these people, this is referencing these people. This show is definitely has that ability, and it's set in a time. Probably a little bit before Logan. Or yeah, do you think I, it's I was the wondering same as Logan. Yeah, I was wondering if this is before or after Logan because it seems like they're talking. To, it seems like they don't know whether the X Men are disbanded, are defeated, are gone, are gave up, mm-hmm. or whatever. It just seems like it's like nobody really knows where the X Men are, so we're kind of just doing the best we can. But they, so they acted like they had been gone for years. Yeah. Because he said that's a tall tale or something like that. So I, I was confused on the timeline, like, how long after. Yeah. So, so that should be kind of cool, I guess, as they display or lay that out for us. I yeah, guess. I'm curious as to whether... I'm curious as to whether this is in the same timeline universe as Logan. The reason for that is in Logan, obviously, it's a drug that they put in the water system that inhibits the mutants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that obviously hasn't happened in this timeline yet. Yeah. So it's either in the past or it's just a different set timeline, which I'm assuming they're just going to do a different set timeline. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Um, but that being said, I think they built some pretty good characters and they made them have their concrete uh like moral points right off the bat. Uh, I didn't, the brother and sister weren't as believable, but it is a pilot, so like it's gonna take time yeah, to, yeah. to develop. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll grow and they'll get better. So I love Stephen Moyer. What did you guys think of his performance as Reed, the dad? Uh, his performance was good, uh, although I don't, his haircut was really distracting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, dude, what is Suck going on? Yeah, like, exactly. I went to a new barber. Jessica, Jessica, I command you. <laughs> but no, his haircut was distracting, but he was he was good in that role of being the kind of the attorney enforcer looking for the the mutants, I guess. Yeah. It, I think he was solid. He was like the solid dad. I think they played him like, oh, we're going to take him out sooner. Like, at the end of this episode, he'll be gone. So they, I think they played him that way where they gave him just enough. Like, we know who he works. We know the people that he works with, kind of like the job he does. And that's enough to kind of get the ball rolling for the kids. Do yeah. you think he's not going to be involved? Because the last scene, I mean, he's out the elevator. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like, well... I'm thinking they're going to have him, like, kind of, like, locked up and questioned, but they're not going to have him, like, he's not going to be, like, leading the show. Mm-hmm. As far as in screen time, maybe, like, three, four minutes an episode, and then it'll be, like, what are the kids doing? Yeah. What, is, what is everybody else doing? I disagree completely. I ah. think he's going to be the, uh, what is it called? 
He's he's the character with the most possibility of being turncoat in terms mm. of like okay. Because what he stands on is that his family is the most important mm-hmm. thing, but mm-hmm. what his career is built on is turning a blind eye to the horrors and mm-hmm. in, in in regards to for the greater cause. You even see that when he meets and goes into the room with uh, Polaris, uh, Lanya. She tries screwing with his knee. He tries, she tries screwing with his knee, but he's like, it's attempted murder, these are serious charges. He brings the humanity to it, but also he is aware of the Sentinel. We know yeah. that he was aware at that point still, so he knows kind of what they're doing. He knows that it's happening. Yeah. So I feel like if anyone was going to be indoctrinated into kind of their viewpoint from the standpoint of this is to save your family, I don't know. Hmm. I see him being... Okay. I see where you're going. I see him, I see him becoming a Sentinel agent in some ways or forms. Wow. And in his mind... Really? That would be nice. I would his, like to see that. In his mind, being a Sentinel agent, that's a good Sentinel agent. Well, he can yeah. change it for good yeah. from the I, inside or whatever. Yeah. In oh, his and he gets okay. sucked further and further yeah. into the darkness um, of, you know, of course, the Mutant Registration Act or whatever. Yeah. Whatever they end up calling it in here. We're also, we're also privy to the fact that they have these spider robots now. Oh, yeah. That... Kind of shows that the technology has developed to a certain point, mm-hmm. to the point of where there are the, uh, what are they called? The Centurions, whatever you want to call them, the big robots in the in the X. Oh, so, yeah. So they have that technology already, which means that they probably have some kind of brainwashing thing or whatever they mm-hmm. want to make it out to be. Do you guys feel like the little spider things were a little bit like the, I mean, it was, it was like a combination of... Revenge of the was it Revenge of the Sith or was it Attack of the Clones where they had like the oh, little thing yes, in the spaceship yes, like, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, and like bus droids yeah that and then on top of the death droids and, yes. and uh, <laughs> I agree I agree they reminded me of squids from Matrix oh okay. yeah, sure that too they were like or like those things yeah. from uh, Minority Report that yeah. were coming through like those yeah the, always like weird creepy crawlies. so it's always like some sort of weird spider <laughs> yeah. yeah okay <laughs> I, was, I was on board with those like the way they like did their call and then all the red lights lit up like that was pretty terrifying like the, the they did a, the uh, the direction and cinematography in the show was really good for, for the pilot yeah and now I will say with that scene they did kind of they almost like let you know like okay guys <laughs> Something's about to happen yeah. out here. <laughs> like, like when the the way the shot was set up, I was like, "Set piece." I was like, "Here we go." Because then, then, then I was looking, I was like, "Oh, this is from the trailer." Here we go. And I was like, "But I I was glad that they they played it longer than I thought it would be." Because mm-hmm. I thought they were just going to capture him and it was going to be it. But yeah. they actually played it a little bit better. So I was I was I was satisfied with it. So we raise the stakes with the rubber chicken, and then we have that ending climactic scene. We'll get to that though. So Stephen Moyer is Reed. I thought he was great because you get. You get the hardness of him in the very first scene in terms of like, you know, that's they, they were smart playing the bullying card because that's something any parent relates yeah. to in terms of like the school always like goes through yes. all these steps and it never helps. We follow the care system. Like, like in high school, someone like shoved my face in a window and they were like, they brought him in to sit next to me and ask me what his punishment should be. Yeah. So like, like, I, I connected really? with that. It's like, it's like yeah. don't you know though? Like, don't. You know what his punishment should be. So like, like no, are we they don't. are we writing rules now? Like, yeah. So like the whole parent thing, like oh, that happens to kids so all over bad. the place. Parents have dealt with that, and yeah. they get fed up. So I really like that they like created this hardened attitude of him, mm-hmm. but it's also for his family. And then as soon as the mom tells him that they're mutants. His mind doesn't go into like, oh, what about my job? What about my job? It goes into how do I protect my family? So yeah. Yeah. they lay the corning, the cornerstone for that character. Mm-hmm. You are also introduced to Amy Acker, who plays Kate Strucker, who yes. she did a really great job of 
going through the seven stages of grief very quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's yeah. the one who sold this show for me, though. Because really? I know her as really? Root. Like I was saying, I know her as Root from Person of Interest. Once I saw her, I was like, oh, this show's going to be good. No, I mean, she's, <laughs> and she's, I mean she, she's, she's from, like, sci-fi lore, too. Yeah. Because she, she started off in uh, Angel. Mm-hmm. She started off in Angel. And then she moved on to Dollhouse. Okay. So she's very much a, J- a Joss Whedon find, like a Jennifer Garner is a J.J. Abrams find, I guess, kind of. I think yeah. she's going to develop into a major role. I feel like she's in this nurturing role, but I think that she's going to become more powerful because she Hopefully. has to protect she gotta her family. Be, you know, yeah, she's got to do something without yeah. powers. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, based on that, like, Somehow the parents are going to get some kind of power. Mm-hmm. Because with, with shows like this, like, you can go for a season with the parents being weak and stuff. But, like, the more you go, like, you can't keep carrying characters around that don't have any use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of, like, when things get so grandiose that the world's at stake, which it usually comes to, like, <laughs> you, like normal people just kind of, like, they're not really that useful. Unless they're going to use the parents as, like, triggering the powers for the kids or something. Yeah, like, like inspiration, you know, like, you know, come to, you know, your mom gives you, like, the the, the strength you need mentally to, to power on. And <laughs> I need to use my power. Quick, punch my mom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Just how like, the kids Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for hitting my mom at that moment. That really helped me. But uh, Kate, uh, Amy Acker's really great at the comedy, and she's really great at the drama. So it's kind of yeah. a versatile character, which really helps because you have the son uh, played by Percy Hines White who's just this unfortunately to use this term Zach-like character oh man oh, he's not hold on hold on hold on stop the tape he's not as bad as Zach he's not as bad as Zach he's got he's got his stuff <laughs> But he's not as bad as We're referencing Zach from The Strain. But no, uh, he's not. But that character that's very dark. And yeah. he's like yeah. so. But he's, again, he's being bullied. He's not yeah. sure how to handle things. Um, and then followed by the sister who's more like the mom's comedic side. Mm-hmm. Where she's like the caretaker. And she's kind of laughing it off. She having, she's having a teenage girl's life. Um, what really surprised me in this pilot was when we find out that the parents didn't know. Yeah. And we find out that. Andy didn't know that he was a mutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, from my understanding, I thought the kids both knew, and Andy yeah. was trying to keep it under control in the bathroom, but then he's like, oh, I didn't know. It was like, apparently that was his activation. Yeah. yeah. Which, for a 42-minute television series, they do a build-up, activation, storyline, chase... Meanwhile, they have the side storyline with the brother and sister trying to figure out how to use their powers, mm-hmm. mixed with creating the entity that is the Sentinel and them getting away. So, like, and oh, a dab of Carrie, yeah, the oh, movie Carrie. Oh, I love the oh, Carrie, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like when the he's the in the red light. light. Yeah, the yeah. little dab of like Carrie and the whole. So, oh, so on the nose of that. So, like, for if every episode is as packed as this one, like this show is, it keeps be, it yeah. moving, and you're like, oh, okay, we we learned a lot of stuff because one thing that. I say a lot when when it comes to shows like what did you learn in this episode? Mm-hmm. And we actually learned a lot. We I learned agree. that there's a brotherhood. X Men are kind of a story, kind of maybe still around. We're not sure, but people are actually trying to figure it out. We know the mutant registration is going on. We learned tons of stuff, and you know they kept it moving. So that's why I was like, you know, this is this was solid. I was mm-hmm. I was definitely happy to see this. And besides the Zach likeness of <laughs> no, I mean Stephen, you said it too. Like this is a pilot. You know, you've got yeah. you've got to catch people. Right away, Mm because I'm also wondering right now, uh, it's October, Mm -hmm. it's Major League Baseball. 
and Major League Baseball comes on Fox, so I don't know if that's going to disrupt mm. the programming for this. I don't know if it's going to like. I don't know if there's like you know it's going to disrupt the programming for a little bit where it's every couple of weeks all of a sudden like the gift that comes back. So you've got to like keep people. I think yeah. they might still put it online though. So mm. I'm not yeah. sure. No, no, I'm not sure. But that's what I'm just saying. So yeah. like, but it's like you talked about though. Like it's the pilots. You've got to try to catch and put as much as you can in there. But I do hope they keep it like that because I did like how they showed how he did activate his mutation because if you don't know what's going on then you kind of learn a little of the background of how they learn how to control the powers or whatever gifts they have and um, I I hope that they do that continuously in the writing because I like those details but I like how quick they move through them to the next scene. And now they'll be around other mutants that are I guess probably more experienced yeah. to kind of help them and along. And that's cool watching people gain their skills and strength like the sister was kind of talking about because yeah. she's really good at it. Yeah, yeah, like, she has no problem yeah. doing... <laughs> and that yeah. was cool, because they gave the sister a backstory of having come to her powers three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it gave her time to actually learn how to use them, because, like... Yeah, because it's had... supposed to happen during puberty, so That's what I was, yeah. He's a little thinking, past, right? but we'll let that slide. <laughs> let that slide. <laughs> I mean, what are we think, anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But, um... So we learn that her powers are basically the movement of matter. It's not just creating yeah. bubbles. She mentions it offhandedly, but she can move water and other materials, too. It's just yeah. harder. So I think we'll definitely get some sand and some water yeah. scenes this season. Uh, possibly even, like, items or telekinetic kind of similar yeah. things. Because uh, th- the dangerous thing you have to go into with these shows is when you give people powers, it's like everything to a certain point just becomes telekinesis. Because you can yeah. just use... Like, if you can move air, you basically have telekinesis. If you can metal, you basically have telekinesis. Like, everything just kind of turns into that. So I'm really wondering what... Were they going to cut her power off? Yeah. Even Andy's power. Like, I thought he had the power of, like, kind of earthquaking and stuff. But really, it... It's bends the ta- it bends the showers and it destroys the roll. It's telekinesis. Like, <laughs> yeah, everything comes yeah, back like, to telekinesis. It's Carrie. Like, it's Carrie. Yeah. 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 How yeah, did he like, destroy the spider bots? That uh, well, he kind of. I mean, like you say, telekinesis. It's like it's yeah. like an inner rage. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched Legion, but it's kind of just the same thing. It's just like an inner rage that just kind of just manifests out. And since he doesn't have like control yet, oh, and yeah. when, like, yeah. what the sister is teaching him is like this is how you kind of control the areas of your power. But so that's, that's why I just or. Maybe Maybe he's really that much more powerful. Yeah. And we don't know the yeah. extent of his. The emotional people are the most powerful. Like <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, for referencing. You <laughs> underestimate my power. Yeah. I hate you. Super emotional. <laughs> <Those> younglings. <laughs> Never forget. was like 16. Not all younglings. Oh, man. I've got the high ground here. <laughs> From an elevated the high position. Ground. Yeah. No, oh. he did not have that. <laughs> you were my brother. I just hope they actually. I know that like exposition is kind of annoying, but I really hope we get some exposition that explains the powers. Because yeah. like to some degree, like when it's when it's so vague, you're still kind of like confused. They did it with Polaris this episode where she talks about she can make portals, but she has to see where she's going or she yeah. has to have been there. Oh, blink, so blink, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, blink, yeah. And then we don't really learn too much about Polaris. I'm assuming it's magnetism because her name's Polaris and polarity has yeah. to do with magnetism. And also with being the daughter, depending on oh, yeah. what being the daughter of Magneto, but I don't know if they're going to 
yeah. bring that right. in or That's not. Because when I saw Lorna, I was like, oh, Lorna Polaris? And I was like, cool. But I didn't know how they were going to handle that. Yeah. So we'll see, I guess. I read somewhere that it was she has bipolar disorder, too. And that's in her hair. Well, next episode, I guess they're making her hair green because some fans are yeah. mad about that. But yeah. I guess that's because if you look at that, how she got locked up, she went like she couldn't control herself at yeah. all yeah. in that moment. True. So that makes a good point to my negative at the beginning. If it's played into her character, then it yeah. is no longer a negative. Like she has mm-hmm. to remain kind of calm and zen like yeah. to kind of make sure she keeps her stuff together. Mm-hmm. And then we have Flashlight, um, <laughs> which I'm calling him forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> Flashlight. Marcos, Marcos is now Flashlight because. <laughs> The first two or three times we see him use his power, all he does is flashlight, flashlight, blind people, and then yeah. warm her up with a lukewarm hand of flashlight powers. <laughs> but then he does spot. use like the, he does use like kind of like a welding kind of strength. No, like, but later. that was after. He was like, that, that was, was after. Flashlight our, is he's established. Flashlight. <laughs> flashlight is established. Now he's just very powerful flashlight. <laughs> Super flashlight. Super flashlight. Yeah, he did kind of flashlight. the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> it C-W's did kind of flashlight it a little bit because he was like, so oh, that's th- where it is. Throughout, if I if I mention anyone by flashlight, I'm definitely talking about Carlos. <laughs> yeah. Even when he even when he's uh, queuing to read oh, at the yeah. diner, it's like, hey, I'm flashlight. <laughs> he's like, go to the table that's a little bit more lit than the other <laughs> tables. <laughs> There's mood lighting in this place except for one table. <laughs> I nice. did think I I, I, I did kind of giggle when he did that because I was like. I was like, but you know what? You have to let the show be the show sometimes. I was cool, it was cool when he gets shot and he's just light coming out of the wound. Yeah. yeah that was pretty cool. sick, which means he probably has a lot more power than he can control right now. True. So Ooh, I think he's okay. like, uh, he's he's just made of Cyclops' eyes. Uh. <laughs> In a way. Like without just, the red. Yeah. Yeah, without just, the red. He's just a flashlight. Yeah, he's a he's a big old beacon of light. This, this How about we just call him LED? But we call him Lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, like what's his character? It's Eclipse, right? Yeah. We can just change it to Eclipse. Flashlight. Change it to Flashlight. That's his name now. And then <laughs> who's the who's the other guy with the sound powers? Oh, um, the guy that was kind of like a tracker or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, the tracker. Uh, I don't because I thought they were playing him to be. Um, what is his name? He was, that was the guy in Days of Future Past, oh, not Days of Future Past. The guy from yes. X Force. He's always with Wolverine. The guy, yeah. not not, uh, not Bishop. Uh, not Bishop. Uh, okay, I want to so say T Hawk, but that's Street Fighter. The but actor that guy. is Blair Redford, <laughs> and he, he's playing John Proudstar. Oh, okay, Proudstar. That so P- Thunderbird Proudstar. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right, so, so he's Thunderbird. Got it. Well, okay, they okay. show the they show the bird a little bit anytime he goes into the vision. Yeah. So Proudstar works. Proudstar will be okay. Now I see who he's supposed to be. All right. So it's a similar kind I of vein. I was confused at first because remember when they um, who was it? She, someone came up to him and was like, he, he eclipsed yeah. <laughs> Flashlight came Yeah, up. and then he was like, I'll find them. I found you. And I was like, okay, this guy. How are you going to find them? Because I didn't know what his yeah, power that's was. Why right, was. Right, 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 right. That's so why I was thinking he was Thunderbird, but I was like, well, Thunderbird. Can, oh, go ahead. I think he can track them, right? Yeah, he's he like, he's got me. like these enhanced, like, vision and like sense powers. But Thunderbird, they even keep his powers kind of vague because Thunderbird is like, 
super strong. Yeah, because like, I was like, he's he can, super strong. He can fight and he very can well. And because when he's in X-Force with Wolverine, he doesn't use, like, tracking powers. He just beat people up. And it's cool because it's him and Wolverine. <laughs> it's like he just carries two big blades and that's it. Because <laughs> in, this, in this, it somewhat even seemed like he was using, like, seismic powers to, like, view things. Yeah. yeah. No, like you he could was, see his... Yeah, yeah whereas, well, kind of like... Like, he's, like, feeling the vibrations and, like... Yeah, yeah. God, vibrations! <laughs> <laughs> he's got to yeah, sort exactly the good and bad saying. vibrations. Donnie, he's yeah. on my backup. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, uh... He's like, flashlight, let me just use my powers real quick and find where they are. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, that's a 7.3. So they're, they're, they're close. They're close. I know they're it's close. A John, John, do you have to say that every time? Yes. <laughs> How did your powers activate? Like, cuts to a club. <laughs> I wish. Now, I do like when they found Blink, when she was just throwing stuff at them. I thought that was funny because... You know, she she didn't have the strength to make another portal, so she was just like, "Screw it!" <laughs> she oh yeah, stuff. I, she was like, "Look, I can't really fight, I, I, I so be, just I screw be, it." I believe you threw my stapler. <laughs> I, believe, I believe that's my stapler. <laughs> it's like, look, we'll get you another one the in the opening, basement. <laughs> opening scene catches you immediately with her opening the portal and it ripping yeah. the top oh, off the yeah. police car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, her powers are legit. I couldn't tell. Like, that's why I was watching it too small. That her eyes were changed until like she was in the clubhouse and like had her eyes. Uh, what do you guys think of the clubhouse? A little bit too ritzy for like what we're going Very for. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice place. I mean, look, when when you're a, when you're a mutant, you know, maybe you use a couple of your powers to get nice things, you know, but maybe the portal that... door looked like a bank, bank opening. It's a bank door. vault. Yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. A, yeah, bank it is a bank vault. Okay. So maybe they maybe it's an old bank, you know, like an old rundown bank, you know, so they left, you know, and just they... the last place they'd look, <laughs> the place that's abandoned with all the lights on. <laughs> they just have like flashlights feet just like shooting power into the building 24/7. When he's not there, oh, it's just man. like black, complete like, pitch black. God, we need black. We need freaking flashlight back. I got to check my email. <laughs> but yeah, it is they they do have some nice digs, but that's one of those things that you kind of let go for the show. Like, yeah. you kind of know, like, maybe it's out on a back road or something. Mm-hmm. Because everybody has to have their little, you know, their hideout. Um, it would have been nice if they were underground. Um, but, you know, you got to let the show be the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, it means maybe it's a little bit like, uh, it reminds me a little bit of, like, the movie Jumper. I don't know if you, ever got, oh, okay. you guys ever saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, but that was kind of the same thing. That the same mythology was is I have to have seen something for me to go there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I will, I'll screw myself and I'll okay. die. Or yeah. whatever. So like, yeah. so maybe maybe she was you know like jumping into bank vaults, pulling some money out, and okay. they're able to have those nice things. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she just takes the whole bank with them. Yeah, because if you uh. Kim, I think Nightcrawler made this reference one time in a movie. Like, that if I don't, too, probably, yeah. yeah, like if I don't know where I'm going, I could end up inside a wall. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then you're. They super really dead. like raise the stakes though, because when they do it in the movies, and you have um, what's her face, uh, Kitty Pride, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about like she's afraid of like ending up in a wall, and it's like, yeah, you get ended up in a wall, and then this is just like, oh, let me throw the chicken through. Half the chicken comes out. You're like, oh. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Had to work on Ooh. your powers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh maybe don't. What was do that, that also like in the one of the or gravity, right? No, what space movie where Michael or McConaughey was in it? Oh, Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar. Where he's yeah. like in the book, he's in the bookshelves. She's like, yeah. He's like waving to his <laughs> daughter. <in> the books. <laughs> yeah. oh. Another actor we're brought into this which I always love him when he's in stuff is uh Kobe Bell. Yep. 
Uh, Third Watch, yeah, yeah. way back in the day, was one of his first Freaking, uh, TV shows. Ooh, yeah. Burn okay. Notice, he was good in Burn Notice. Yes. Uh, he's, he's pretty solid, so he's a good character. Cause and he did the Pitsy Shuffle on the game. So just, he uh, did. Anyone who knows the game, you know I the Pitsy Shuffle. I think he actually came right. in the studio for the game. Um, <laughs> but, no, he's really good. I, if I see any character as being somewhat neutral on the Sentinel side, I see him as that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, because I feel like... From from the motivations we can see so far, like he's not like a he's not like a shoot to kill kind of person yeah. right up front. That you can see that based on his partner seems like the shoot to kill person yes. from the house scene when he shows up to their front door and he's yeah. actually he was like, just let us in or whatever. Yeah, and he's right. like, I'm yeah. a father, I understand. I was like, okay. So I feel like he's probably gonna have a backstory where maybe his wife was killed yeah. by a mutant or something yeah. like that. Because I feel like Sentinel probably has like the hardcore people who are like greater good kind of stuff mixed with the evil True. people who are like kill them all yeah so i'm excited to see where his character goes they have like we get a we get one site of shatter at the clubhouse who's played by jermaine oh, yeah. rivers which jermaine the, the character design on that looked super yeah, badass i thought yeah. he was gonna show up again it was such a quick clip yeah, yeah. there was just like up oh, there w- yeah. he's gone no yeah it's great, it's great to have a tease it's great to have a little tease and yeah, then look true. forward to something that's true. That's true. yeah <laughs> they intro- they like offhandedly like show us the characters of the clubhouse and next episode yeah. we'll probably like see who they are get to meet them maybe and... one or two of them has been recast once it's been picked up but yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um so let's move on to the let's move on to the relationship between the kids so there's there's one storyline going on, which is like the greater storyline, but then you have the relationship between the brother and sister kind of developing uh. throughout this episode. Uh, it was, a, I think when I realized it was kind of unbelievable was at the motel, uh, just her talking to him about like, oh yeah, you know, your power is like, duh, duh, duh. it's just like, I touch you how to swim. Like, it just seemed like very unnatural. But aside from that, it was, it was cool. Uh... What did you think of the whole dynamic with her at school and with him at school and kind of how they were very different people? I, I actually didn't mind it because I know that happens sometimes where, like, one sibling is like, hey, I enjoy this school. I'm having a great time. And, like, the other sibling's like, man, I hate this school. I want to move. I can't stand this school. Um, and then, of course, you know, she's pretty. So her her life at the school is going to be a little bit different than the than the kid who's not he's not the most handsome child yeah and he's not the he can, coolest. He can grow into a good yeah, yeah you know but. he's he's not going to be on the cover of GQ anytime soon what watch next month he'll be on the yeah, cover yeah. But, but, like, but the funny he, thing he, is he's gonna take his growing yeah, pants he's gonna but, take his growing yeah pants. he got you know he's kind of like the ugly duckling right now he's like disheveled he doesn't wear the cool clothes he's getting picked on he's probably not you know popular he's so like, why, why she's having a kids? great time. Yeah. He's not, and then you can see them argue about it at like the breakfast table or whatever, like arguing about school and like little stuff. So that's those small riffs probably play into their school, you know, I guess lives or whatever. But I do like how at the end of the day they're like, we're family, and ha, uh, Vin Diesel, we're family, but but they are family. Um, she sees him though. 
Sorry. When the bullies follow him into the bathroom, she notices. Yeah, she sees and it I'm and like, how are you going to let that happen? You know he gets she's bullied like, every day. Like, be right. But it is so, that was my only problem. Is there was some, and I get this with sisters and brothers, there's always like ups and downs, and you love them, but you're mean to them sometimes. But she was, she did that to him, played him out on that. She should have yeah. gone because she she seems popular. She could have made something happen. But but then, he did say like I can handle it. Yeah. Like when they were in the car, so, she's like, yeah. "What are you gonna do about your fan club?" And he's like, "I can handle my fan club." Yeah. So it's like he made the decision to go to the dance. But then well, she's yeah. so so patient with him. I mean, he earthquaked the entire school, and she's like, it's okay, it's okay. And then he blows up the vending machine, and he's, she's like, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, if my brother just blew up the vending machine that we were just at, yeah. after he made us move school, yeah. I would flip. Yeah. I think he has candy bar. Yeah, she doesn't seem like, too upset. And he you. shook the house. He shook the house yeah. before I'd be like, look, okay, look, don't use your powers right now, and okay? Wait until we're like in the woods to get or yeah, <laughs> like she didn't seem that was yeah that was one thing we were missing. She didn't seem seem too upset that she had to leave the school and all her friends and her boyfriend because like her and her boyfriend are like yeah. right together. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and that was that was kind of a weird shift because if you watch the pilot for Ozark, that was like the mm. biggest thing with the kids. We're like, we have to yeah. leave. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, but the difference is, is they don't have any special <laughs> powers, right? I mean, it's just like it's like no one's gonna jail them for. I know, but you yeah. gotta you gotta see like the only time we see them actually acting like kids is when they're one being bullied and two when they're in the back seat with the sticky seat. Yeah. So oh, like yeah, and going and going to a vending machine. Yeah, but even that, <laughs> sort of. even that was acting as a as a sensei student yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, I feel sensei. like we need to make sure we don't lose the the child aspect of them because mm-hmm. they are teenagers. So, like, yeah. as long as, like, it's a lot to pack in in 42 minutes, though. So, what they did, but I, I'd like to see the boyfriend come back in some capacity, like, reaching out or them trying to use the boyfriend against her to capture her or something oh, like that. Yeah. I want to ask you guys something like this because it is the very first episode, and if you think about it, her powers are more powers of protection and his powers are more powers of destruction. And his... His coming of superhero-ness was very similar to Magneto's in a certain sense. Yeah. Do you see... It was brought on by, like, trauma. Trauma and, and, like, people being very forceful with him. Do you see their storylines going different ways in the same way as Charles Xavier and Magneto? Yeah. I would like to. Um, but then, of course, it depends on how much they get... How much time they get in the show. Also, I was wondering, how, how powerful is he going to be? Because he shook the whole school. Yeah. So is he going to be like a level five? Well, are they even going to say level five mutants and omega 11 mutants? Are they even going to use those terms? I don't know. But how powerful will he get? I feel like we'll get that next episode. With Once the government finds out they escaped, they're going to be asking... Yeah. They're going to be asking uh, Reed, right? His name's Reed. They're going to be asking... Papa. Reed, Reed Strucker. <laughs> they're going to be asking me a lot of questions, like, how long have you known your son was a level five? How yeah. long have you known this? Like, yeah. They'll probably throw a lot of exposition out there and give us a lot of information. Um, I'm just more interested to see how they how they play these characters against each other. Because if we go with Reed becoming kind of a inside man for certain, like, save his family by working with these people or whatever, yeah, we still haven't been introduced to the bad mutants. And I really think we need to be um, in terms of Magneto's team, whatever you want to call them, whoever they are, like the mutants who are anti-humanity at this point, because you're going to need at some point to introduce Andy to them because the the split between him and his sister has to happen. I agree. But he has to feel accepted by a group of people. 
Just like uh, Firestarter in the X series that Fox put on the original. Oh, yeah. I know you wow. said Firestarter. I was thinking like Stephen King. I was like, Drew like Barrymore, which, which I, I really liked. But yeah. I was like, that's what I was thinking at first. I was like, what? Wait, what? So, so I think it, the way they've built these characters, it would really make sense for the sister to be the Charles Xavier and him to be the Magneto. And I think we need to be introduced to the bad side of the mutants as well as the brotherhood we already have. Yeah. And I think the father being part of Sentinel in that respect in some way could drive them to those moments. Mm, so I okay. think we, I mean, there's a lot to build on. This is all predilectionary. Yeah. Predictionary at this point. Um, but I don't know. There's, there's a lot they can, there's a lot of directions they can go with. It's a pilot, of course, yeah. and a lot of predictions. Do you have any, like, do you have any solid, like, season one predictions at the moment? We're not going into predictions right now, Bree, but anything, like, that you'd like to see in this series? Uh, season one, I, for the end of the season, I do think we're going to get a situation where the brother and sister are going to have to decide whether they stay kind of like under their parents' wings or whether they go out on their mm-hmm. own. Now, I don't know if they'll split or not, but I do think that they're going to separate from their parents. I think that, I, I think this season is going to have to be kind of like a coming of age for them where they're like, okay, we're not kids anymore. I don't need my mom. I don't need my dad anymore. I'm on my own. I'm 14. I'm an adult. God. <laughs> well, when you have powers, then I you're 14. It's different. <laughs> like, I'm a mutant, daddy. I don't have a driver's license, but I can make things move. <laughs> I got a nuke. I got a nuke. I'll drive my car with bubbles. Oh, True. man. I love you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> we will not reference the strain. For the next five minutes. <laughs> but, but, you know, I think this is going to be, uh, hopefully this season will be a turning point where they can kind of like go off and start their own stories. And their parents will kind of, I guess, fall back, maybe stay in contact, maybe be in jail, whatever. whatever. However, Sentinel decides to use them mm-hmm. against their kids. So, okay. at least I hope, I think. Rick Hong, the table is yours. The table is mine. Uh, well, but we're not in predictions yet, right? No, it's kind we're of... just like season. What would you like to see in season one with these characters that we have introduced? Ah, uh, jeez. You don't have to have situations. Just more of like, where do you think they'll develop to? Where do I think that these characters will develop to? And do you think anyone will die? That would be great. Actually, I like that. I actually do like that. I mean, maybe that's maybe I'm stealing yours, but I would love to see. I would, I would love, love to see. see some I'd love to see some kids die, man. I'm I mean, not, not kids, but I would. But no, but I, I would like. Serious I always, deaths. I do. You know, I always. Yeah, I always do enjoy the one where you you get to know a certain character. You you are behind a certain character, and then they die because the norm of TV is always. You know, they it, stick it, around forever. Yeah, but when that doesn't happen, then it's it's even better. Sometimes it's it's better. Like it still hooks you, and you're like you're more invested because somebody died, and you're like, yeah. okay, you're 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 in the real world. You're mm-hmm. not just in fantasy like entertainment world and yeah. It's, yeah the stakes are so high someone does have to kind of die eventually what do you think i think well since they're already going to bring the feds in so quick in that big of a role that i i think the dad since he's a prosecutor could play some roles in legislation for for people that are being completely outlawed from society for all these years, you know, kind of changing the narrative a little bit. Obviously, that would be years and years of making, but that is somewhere that that character can de- develop into. Yeah, because he could do something like, uh, I guess, like working towards like case law. Yeah, like if he wins this case, he sets the precedent. Because remember blah, blah, blah. when he's doing the whole in kind of deposition with his son, and the wife's like, "It's yeah. not a deposition," but I think he wants to. 
maybe flip the script and kind of see it from their side, switch the narrative. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see this show go for like four or five seasons and maybe season two or three, Stephen Moyer becomes the, the new Wolverine. <laughs> that is not a bad idea. He would be a badass Wolverine. But I want, but at see, least but, for this series, like not to go into movies or anything like this, just a character of the similar ilk, similar type yeah. power. So kind of not thing. Logan. Not but, Logan. But not Logan. A Wolverine but a character. Wolverine character. Yeah. Okay. Someone who does kind of like Berserker Rage, great fighter, he can take damage, that kind of guy. Yeah. And Adamantium? Like even, Adamantium? No. Doesn't have to be Adamantium, okay. just something in terms of like. You know that kind of general character, maybe okay. even maybe even hypnotized by Sentinel and working for Sentinel or something mm. like that. Okay, but if if like because what if him being interrogated by Sentinel sets him off and breeds his healative powers or something like that? I don't know. I think there's no way that both kids are mutants and both parents don't have the ability. Yeah. yeah. So like that's unless unless it's something like where they carried the gene. But they were, uh, you know how like it passes a generation or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe? What are the rules? Recessive of that? genes and all. Yeah, that Yeah, like stuff. is it recessive? Does it ever activate? Do these mutants get secondary mutations? Like because that is a thing. So possibly there's there's so many things that could happen mm-hmm. in this show. Which please, I hope it does, and just keep doing what you're doing and that you did you know, this season. I want to I mean, add this show. No, no, I do. I do want to add because I guess this 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 is kind of just popped in my brain that I would love to see some version of a crossover uh not necessarily either from like the films but maybe even from legion you know just even just okay. even, like if it to connect hints... their television world because because like no what's great is that the team behind legion the team behind uh the gifted you know it's the same producers mm-hmm. it's the same producers different different showrunners but the same producers so i would love to see them kind of at some point just even if it's if it hints at just just briefly mm-hmm. in one of the seasons like that's maybe even even in season maybe at the end of this season that could maybe be cool hint at it because legion's fx this is fox so it's totally it makes sense yeah it's totally doable yeah you know, just like how they borrowed Spider-Man for And look at Marvel. what those ratings, from a business perspective, look at what it does for CW, man. That thing kills. Uh-huh. Whenever they have that crossover week, it kills for, you know, so it would make sense Can to I, do something with like, uh, Legion. Wasn't it South America where they were going to in the end of Logan? Uh, they, well, they left South America. They were going to Canada. They were going to Canada. Okay, got it. Um, but they say, they mention in this that the, the Mutant Brotherhood is... Or mutant underground, whatever, is international. So they, I mean, that could be indirectly referencing the girls or the kids from the end of Logan or things like that. Wow. So like, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of room for bringing in those crossovers and bringing in these characters. Um, yeah. So I'm I think there's a lot they can do with this show. Uh, hopefully, you guys in the chat roll are also excited for the rest of the season. Please, after this video's over, comment. So we can reply because we we haven't been like commenting too much in the chat roll today because we're focused on the pilot. But the comments in there don't save. So please, after the show is over, comment yep. there. Oh. Also, go to iTunes and search After Buzz Gifted, and you'll find this podcast. Leave us a review, hopefully five stars. If you leave us a review, <laughs> we'll give you a shout out on the show. Right now, I'll give a shout out to the people in the live chat. We got Sean Bowman, Renji nine zero nine nine eight, Madeline Y, Young and Savage, Black Jones, Brian Brawler. Uh, Kenny Brown, who else we got in here? Uh, we had a few people earlier. Ryan with Talisons in the chat. Lel Kid, that's you. Yeah, Danny that's me. H, Reneguima, um, Star Drew, LB, One of a Kind, Elite, Chaos, 13212. 
uh, tons of people. Oh yeah, uh, Star Drew, what up? Please, Star Drew, uh, I like that name. Please also hit that thumbs up button right now. There's 33 of you watching, so there's no reason we should only have 14 right now. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Help us get special guests by keeping the show, sharing it with your friends. If your friends watch the show, share the after show with them. Also, uh, After Buzz TV has changed a little bit over the past four yep. weeks. Uh, basically, what was happening is we were uploading so much content to one YouTube channel that like everyone was getting like, You'd subscribe and you get like 40 emails in a night because oh, yeah. we do so much. So we decided to split it up into nine channels. The original AfterBuzz TV channel is now featured in Originals. This one is YouTube.com slash AfterBuzz TV Dramas. And if you go there, or, sorry, that's not this one, but that's like the main one, which has all the drama television. This one is, is YouTube.com slash AfterBuzz TV Sci Fi. S C I F I. So go to there, S C I F I. AfterBuzz TV S C I F I. Um, and subscribe. You'll be getting this video every week. You'll be getting great other, great other after shows, but we won't be doing 30 a night, maybe like one or two a day on each YouTube channel, which is great. You guys won't get bombarded. <laughs> uh, please go subscribe there. We're going to be doing the whole season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this a short order or is it a long? How, I haven't figured how long out. is yeah, the season? Yeah, I haven't be? figured out I mean, if they've. Because you know how been... Fox sometimes will do you. Fox, I love you, Fox, but sometimes you'll be like, all right, season one. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like 22 episodes. Yeah, it's going to be. 10 episodes. Oh, you like this? It's canceled. So, Brian. Fox, please. Oh, you don't like <laughs> this? We're going to kill off the main character and have it go with just a British guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, just saying. Uh, that's all the time we have today, guys. Aww. I couldn't have said that weirder if I tried. No, I, no, but what's awesome is that the gift is on tomorrow night. Yes, yes. tomorrow night. I mean... Uh, Bree, your clock is going off. Well, uh, if you can it's, an it's an explosion! It's an explosion! So yeah, we are doing this six They're days here. after the show airs, unfortunately, because yes. timing-wise it wouldn't have worked out other way. But that just means we can watch it twice or get news and gossip or work on booking more guests because yeah. usually they have viewing parties the night of, so if we did the night of, we probably wouldn't be able to book anyone. Um, and weekend we makes it a lot simpler for to get guests because like their oh schedules are way more. And open our than predictions life. are super close to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> and Mike, is it public with your little like special news, like your exciting news? Is that public? Oh enough? yeah, I did make it public uh, when I was uh, my last couple of episodes on BHL. Uh, guys, if you didn't know, I have a baby on the way. Yes, yes! it's gonna be bomb. March fourth, but you know how babies are. It could be plus or minus a week. But March fourth is when the new young Michael is on the way. Two youngsters born. <laughs> two youngsters. <laughs> He's already got his Twitters and Instagrams yeah. and all that. It's like, it's like one youngster. Hey, hey. But <laughs> where can we find you, Michael? In the meanwhile, if you in the meanwhile follow. on YouTube, you can find me at Nerdsoul N E R D S O U L. Just search it. I'll come up. I'll be like. And then you can find me on Twitter everywhere else at one youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. And Rick, uh, you guys can find me on all social media at Rick Kong R I C K H O N G. And in about an hour, I'm gonna be hosting uh, Netflix news. So, like, if you guys want to know anything about Netflix, it'll be on at 7 p.m. Uh, Sunday Pacific Pacific Standard Time. Steph. <laughs> I'm Steph Sabra. You can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Steph Sabra, S-A-B-R-A-W. And I'll be doing the SNL after show too. So come watch. 
And uh, Steph doesn't have too many followers yet, no, so you guys need to go loser. and follow her right now. <laughs> uh, Rookie season. Because we're going to be posting memes, we're going to be posting all sorts of fun yeah. stuff around the show. We're about to go take a photo and like reenact the promo <laughs> picture for the game. That would be fun. You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Join us every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Gifted Review. Tweet at the special guest, tell them you want them to come on, and please tweet your friends with the link and share it with everybody you know. Hit that thumbs up, comment below. Have a great week guys we will see you next Sunday (laughs) from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV. Oh no, not my vending machine. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Afterbuzz TV or its owners or principals.